0: hey 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 good morning everyone or good afternoon whenever you are watching or listening to this uh we're grateful to be at another podcast episode of trending up and grateful that you guys have tuned in either to watch or listen and uh here we are edgar um you know we're doing a little thing a little we're doing things a little differently uh, where we went we started off this podcast we were talking about it about what three years ago almost, almost, going, uh, almost yeah, three we're, years we're, ago
1: we're coming up on uh february which i think we started february of 2019
0: 2019 so, and it'll be february crazy. 2021 yeah it's crazy three, three years which has been such a journey a lot of fun to connect with people that have listened to it um and also just for us for our growth for our sanity to be able to just have a place where we can go just come and talk and and play a different role and so yeah with that you know i was just saying you know it's just crazy because you know, we started off recording what once a year. I mean, once a year, once a week, then two times a month, and now we're transitioning another transition into one time every six months. No, I'm kidding. No, it's not. We're doing that. Uh, we're doing once a month. Um, we wanting to give you uh, just uh, uh, some good, good, good content. You know, our 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 lives have gotten hectic and crazy, and as I know, a lot of people, especially post. Uh, the lockdowns and quarantines at least here in in the states and so as we have transitioned back to full-time again uh and just you know Edgar with kids me with dogs i I have my own people have you seen (laughs) that that
1: reel have you (laughs) i don't think i have i don't think i have yeah anyways i've made my own people and my own people (laughs) are tough to be around so I I apologize for everyone for (laughs) if I've been in your life and uh, I've been, anyways. So, yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. So, you know, as we've been part of this podcast for three years, we've gone through different um, phases. And those that have listened, and you can see in our library, we touch different aspects of uh, what it means to walk with Jesus, to trend up with Jesus, right? And uh, today we're opening a new. a new like phase or a new, it, we're, we're flipping the page per se in our podcast um development and journey so we want to thank everyone for following us and um, we hope that this is a blessing so sebastian what what are we going to be doing in the next
0: uh few months yeah so we'll be covering um something I guess we're calling it foundations. It's something that the uh, the conference here is doing, at least my region here, and they're going through the foundations, which is what what are the the main, the, the, the biggest core beliefs or elements of what we believe as a domination, right? And so they're calling it foundations. And when we started off the podcast, right, we wanted to make practical, we wanted to make Christianity and our faith uh, and make it practical for other people. So we're going to be spending some time on some of these core tenets. They're usually divided into five, uh, you know, obviously, if you have are somewhat familiar with the Adventist Church, you would know that we have 28 doctrinal beliefs, but uh, we we tend to say that there are five S's uh, that we hold to be true that maybe are distinctive from what other uh, other denominations and religions teach. And actually, I guess you could say six, uh, but it's that would be sa- um, that would be salvation. Uh, it would be the Sabbath, right, seventh day second coming, uh, the state of the dead. And what do we believe about the, the state of the dead? Spirit of prophecy and the sanctuary. So the S's uh, of what we believe. So that's what we we'll are gonna be covering in the next couple of episodes, just kind of what we believe and what it is, what it isn't, and why it's important for us today, right? And really just trying to break it down into common language and, and to show the importance of it today. I don't know if I did justice to that. Edgar, you can correct me or yeah anything that you think
1: well for for many people in our um in our audience you are connected you listen to our podcast because you come from a religious background or you grew up um being taken to church or you heard about God at home and um our our motive for our podcast is to lead people to well to equip you to walk with with God with Christ and um as in our specific flavor so when you when whenever you're talking to uh religious people denominations is a fancy word to say different churches um or within the overall religion of christianity um and i i would liken it to denominations are like flavors and when you're if, if you if you like juices there's different types of juices right different flavors of juices and specifically for the adventist flavor uh there are some particular um pillars or, or or foundations like you already mentioned that are important for the christian perspective the christian no excuse me the adventist perspective the adventist like tradition um and 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 I'm not saying that to bring baggage with uh the word um tradition but it, Adventists do have their traditions. Uh, we're not exempt from it. So with that being said, uh, today we we thought, what is the first foundation that we want to start with? And uh, we decided salvation. So um, a, a question that that we naturally then ask is like, like, what does it mean to be saved or or have you heard the question before, Are you saved?" Or, where were yes, you saved? Yeah, yeah, Sebastian,
0: yeah. elaborate on that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, different, um, what's it called? Different denominations, as you were saying and describing, thank you for that, uh, will kind of ask that question, right? When they're going through life and, and going through things and, and just ask, hey, you know, hey, when were you saved? You know, uh, uh, what what day you know do you remember the exact time you know and, and that's kind of a, a seventh day adventist we don't really communicate in that language per se we do have like i guess i don't know what some important dates maybe your, your date when you got baptized is important right um but we've kind of taken the the approach that it's like um it's you know it's it's a journey of a lifetime right so maybe you, not, may not, you might not be able to look back at a certain day and be like that was the day Um, you know that there was moments, right? Now we talked about, I think, our testimonies at some point in our come to Jesus moments where it was more of like a progressive set of moments, right? It wasn't just this one moment. There was a moment that you kind of began to like, oh, and then you're like, oh yeah, oh Jesus, yeah, And and this and that, right? And so it was the different steps that when you look back, you look like it was, you know, it was different events, different moments, different conversations you had or things you heard or listened to uh and so that's kind of the conversations you'll hear right you know are you saved when were you saved right and you had an interesting comment you know comment to that that you read from someone yeah
1: yeah so for those that um followed uh in the in the twitter universe if you are on twitter (laughs) Twitter um, you can find a lot of trash on twitter honestly social media like anything can have it's very toxic um you know aspects and i'm on twitter and i enjoy uh scrolling every once in a while i i really limit myself from trying to scroll too much and um i saw i forgot which theologian was asked uh when were you saved and typically when you when that question is asked when were you saved you think oh when i was baptized oh at this at this meeting at this um evangelistic series at a vespers and the theologian said um i was saved uh, in the year AD 33 and that is the year that Christ was crucified um and, and and that's when we you know measure history by or that historic moment um and and it's communicating the idea that salvation is not dependent on when you accept it salvation has always been dependent on when Christ paid for your salvation and that is with the the death of Jesus and for those that, that, as you think about uh, the religious experience that you may have, some people will be like, wait, why does death have to, why, what's the role of death? And this, the, the idea goes to this that sin, the, the rebellious nature of sin, um, always leads to death. And instead of us dying because we're sinners, Jesus died on the cross and he is our substitute or our savior right that's the idea savior he saved us and um the 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 tweet was saying that salvation is dependent on when jesus did it not when you accept it now with that being said so if if you are religious um if you're a devout christian and you're and and you are trying to stay away from heresy that idea that is very prevalent in Adventist culture. Um, you you're gonna be like, wait, but it also Jesus died for everyone since but you gotta accept it. And I would say, duh. But the point is, I'd still at the end of the day, salvation happened on A D thirty three and um that is why then we accept it as a as, as a gift, and that's something that we're gonna discuss. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's good, man. It's 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 kinda like, you know, it's 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 always been on the table, right? Uh Whereas sometimes I think the conversation, it can be like, you know, well, well I decided, you know, and there is that decision part, right? I, you know, we sing the song, I have decided to follow Jesus and all this, but there is like this, I, I, I love that, you know, when were you saved? eighty thirty three 33, right? When Jesus um, paid the price, right? We've kind of talked about the, the, the great conflict, the the fight between good and evil. And, and as you said, right, the Bible teaches that, you know, there, there is Two ways to live your life, right? One that that is the way that God wants, right, which is a life full of abundance and and love. Another one that's one that is selfish and that is about self preservation. And um, and if you follow on that one, you know, in trying to preserve yourself, we talked about it. We talked a little bit about this in in our in our conversation about what if and uh, the Doctor Strange conversation, right, where he wanted to control the world and and really change how things were happening, and he ends up really becoming the center of this world that is broken and it's just, it enslaves him, right, um, in that episode. And so that kind of happens, right, when you have this life of self-preservation and selfishness. You lead to, you know, just, um, I don't know, to death and, and to an unhappy life because, you know, the, the, the fabric of this, of what life is supposed to be like through the eyes of God and how he designed it is one that is supposed to be of service and of love towards others beyond ourselves, right? So you have that, that there. And so obviously, you know, in, in the story of the Bible, you find Adam and Eve in the first couple of chapters of this book, already with the problem, right? A perfect world where there's a perfect God and, and perfect humans. There is this doubt brought in that, oh, maybe he doesn't give everything that you want. And that's what the serpent, uh, who is Satan, Presents and so they fall and then they've choose themselves over God. And that leads this predicament that Jesus answers in AD 33 by coming and living a perfect life in our behalf, right? Um, so yeah, I love that going back to that, right? So it's kind of like the food's on the table, the salvation's already there for you, you know, for everyone. It's just you really saying, Hey, is this is this what I want, right? Do I want this life? Do I want this instead? Or or do I want what I want? Which was the decision that Adam and Eve had. What do I want? You know, do I want to follow God and what he's promised? Or do I believe there's more out there that that is outside of him that would make me happier? It's interesting how we give this background that is super
1: important in your understanding to understand the sacrifice of what Jesus did on the cross. And um, the reason why Jesus makes it conditional in the sense that he is our savior, but you have to have the condition is you have to accept it is because he's not going to violate the freedom that you have to live without him, or try to live without him, or to reject him, and and it's interesting because at the end of the day, the sole reason why, uh, the sole reason why people are able to live is because of God, and it's not that God is killing people, but sin always leads to death, and uh, that is the idea that um is is communicated and. And, and for me, Ephesians 2.8, um, I'll, I'll read it to you. You can look it up in your Bibles. Ephesians 2.8 is one text that can give you a good understanding. And for Seventh-day Adventists, if you are part of our tradition or if you're not, um, regardless of what denomination you come from or what denomination you grew up in, it's very important to understand the Bible as a whole, not in bits and pieces. So, so when I bring up Ephesians 2.8, it's one example of many, but one that comes to mind that can communicate a clear idea. So it's not in it, in it of itself, the only text, it's a good text, okay? So I had to share that for my own mind, for my own sanity, okay? So the, in the English Standard Version, um, Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It, it is the gift of God. The New Living Translation says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. And when I you like read that. good. different versions, BibleHub.com mm-hmm. is one of the best uh, websites for yeah, this. Yeah. When you read different versions, um, in the first half of the text, there's a little like differences. There's uh, differences on the words that they've chosen. But the end part is really straightforward. There aren't that many differences, which is salvation is a gift from yeah, God. Yeah, that's good. That's salvation, good. so when you receive a gift, mm-hmm. someone pays for it, someone wraps mm-hmm. it up, someone puts a yeah. bow on it, and they give it to you. Now, the, the the reality is, do you accept the gift, right? Have you ever not accepted a gift? I, I don't i don't think so i mean i i, I don't like any gift it, that comes
0: your way you're like that's mine i'm taking it let's I'm go it.
1: let's go pastor appreciation <laughs> month any gift let's go
0: yeah <laughs> the, we're gonna put our we're gonna put our uh, addresses in the link so uh, we'll, we'll and, put uh put our, show notes our, our, our
1: ca- cash app and our vendos. cash
0: app so you can send us some pastor Zell, appreciation. whatever no, th- th- that's the joke <laughs>
1: but the but the idea is it's a gift. What does that communicate to you, Sebastian?
0: Bro, that's beautiful, man. I'm just trying to think. I'm picturing that, right, where it's like, you know, I love Christmas or, you know, even any time you would reach, you know, get a gift. Let's say in pastor appreciation, someone sent you something. The the only way, you know, the only thing that's required of you, the recipient of a gift is for you to, like you said, whether it's if it's boxed up or wrapped up, to unwrap it, right? Just literally to kind of and sometimes that's kind of, I mean, it, you wouldn't even consider it work. It's more of discovery, right? You're, you're more of like, oh, wow, what is this, right? You know, I got this new jersey, Lakers jersey, or, or I don't know. I got this new, yeah, yeah. I got this new Bible. They gave me these fruits. You know, I got a fruit basket the other day. All it requires of you is just to really like unwrap it and you're like, wow. And that's it, right? Like, it, like the moment, like it's, it's kind of technically already in your possession, right? Even before you really know what the contents are in it, right? Like, this is my gift. Um, But the way that at the time that you really enjoy the benefits of it is when you open it up. Right. And you see it, you pull it out and you're like, oh, this is awesome. This is great. And it really just shows like, you know, and when you think about kids receiving gifts, you know, there 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 really is, you know, nothing in that they do to bring that gift to the table. Right. Even when you're a kid, right. And you would buy gifts to other kids, you know, for Christmas or their birthdays. It was your parents' money, right? <laughs> you would be like, "Here is your gift. Did you buy it? I didn't buy it. you know sometimes that's what happens with husbands, right? Our wives do all the shopping or whatever, and they buy the gift and I remember my dad and my mom always having that funny situation where you know they would do like at work at the clinic they would do a uh, secret Santa, and my mom would buy the gift for her person and my dad would and for my dad. so when it was my dad's turn to see <laughs> to give the gift. <laughs> She, he would look at my mom and say, who do I have, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> as I didn't buy the gift. And then he would go take, and, you know, that one. And he would go and, and he was just as surprised to see what was in it as the person opening it, even though he was the one that was giving the that's gift. That's hilarious. So it's funny, you know, so, so in that sense, right, that's the beautiful thing. And I love that you brought that out, that though there's different... Ways that they interpret translate the beginning part right, For it is by grace that through faith or you know however they say it, for by grace, uh, I mean that this, whatever. the last part all mentions the gift of God is the salvation. And to me it reminds me this this, this other verse in, in, in Romans three, Romans chapter three, which is kind of in a nutshell what we've been talking about. Let me just look it up here on, on my Bible and, and, and Paul is making the case uh, of, of just kind of what we're talking about. what is true salvation? And in, in Romans 3.23 and 24, he kind of po- breaks down what we've been talking about, which is that um, all people have sinned and fallen short of God's glorious standard, right? So it's kind of like this, this, this like doctor saying, you know, hey, yo, you're all infected with cancer. Like there's not a bone in you or a part in you that's not infected. Like everything about you has been, is, is just messed up. He's saying, look, every person has sinned. And if you read this chapter, he's making a case that everyone, like there's no no matter if you're a Jew, if you're a Christian, if you're a gent, like whoever you are, you're all sick. And then he says in verse 24, yet God in his grace freely gives us and makes us right in his sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when he freed us from the penalty of our sins, which is what you've been saying, right? So it's again, the gift, right? Everyone has fallen according to the Bible, right? Now you may not subscribe to what the Bible teaches, but what we believe as as, as followers of the Bible is, is not, is, and this is not to scare us, it's just to really reveal right like the best like the gift reveal the 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 true condition of our hearts as we see that we're selfish that we're broken that we think we know what's best for us but that ends up leading us to more hurt and more pain and we're all falling short and if we try to make you know god happy and 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 earn our way to heaven by what we do it's all messed up and dirty but the only way we can do that is simply by saying yo i accept i accept right so
1: yeah yeah so so now we gave um two uh instances in scripture that present uh salvation as a gift as something that's outside of us um uh, so so naturally um there are misunderstandings within religious uh groups that uh they may not truly um agree with us so so what I, what is salva- What isn't salvation, Sebastian? That idea, um, I can go ahead if you. I have an yeah, idea. Go ahead. But go ahead. Yeah.
0: For yeah, me, that's true, is
1: that's true. Let's go. Salvation is not a passport. Ooh. Like salvation okay. is not a a a um how can I say a passport that you buy. So 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 these ideas of imagery and um different ways of thinking about it they have their limitations so don't subscribe and say pastor is saying this and and it's heresy nobody should have a
0: passport because it means that you're no 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 (laughs) no
1: so when you're filing for a passport and i know you travel internationally sebastian and i do too you have to pay for it you have to pay for it the government's not gonna pay for it they're gonna give it to you but you have to pay for it and uh when you pay for it you then wait the 3 months that it takes for them to give you the the document and then you're able to travel so salvation is not a passport that you give money for and get that and issue that and then you go to heaven like i remember growing up hearing a, a the idea that the bible is an acronym and the bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth and and salvation is a way to leave earth and mm, you yeah. do the right things and wow. then you go to heaven i mean we 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 all there's that there's that idea is heavily um present in our culture and yeah, even those yeah. that don't subscribe to be active christians mm-hmm. that's so, good that's good the reason i say it's not a passport is because then that's dependent on you Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 i believe that salvation when jesus saves you when you you know I, he died on the cross and he has saved you that's a gift that you receive and you have to accept it you you don't pay for your gifts like on christmas day for those that celebrate christmas in the traditional uh american way you don't when someone gives you a gift let's say they gave you a, a new wallet when you receive that wallet, you don't pay the other person. And say, "Oh, thank you for the gift." You know, here's you accept it. That's all you do. <laughs> you just accept it. It's true, right? It's true. So that 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 is not salvation. Now, it's super um, tempting to make salvation that because, like Ephesians two eight says, salvation is totally outside of your influence. It's a gift, so you can't you can't say uh i i've done this i've done that yeah, god yeah. you give me you can't yeah, extort yeah. Mm-hmm. god you can't force right. him to save you right, w- right. what do you think Sebastian? Dude,
0: yeah i mean you're just talking about your illustration about the passport got me thinking right I, beautifully you you can't you can't earn it you can't buy it right and i just i recently oops i dropped my charger but i recently just uh got a mexican passport right uh and so very simple process went in the same day went got it and came back but not only do you have to buy the passport, but you have to prove that you were born in the country that you bought it in right and so this kind of happens with the jews it even happens with with people in the church where you think that you have uh higher merits or higher connection because one you were born in the church or your parents were this, you know, it happened when Jesus came, showed up, the Jews believed that they were better than others simply because they were Jews, right? And so then you're saying, okay, well, salvation is only for the Jews and only those people that were born and, and have the, pa- you know, that have the passport, right, have purchased it by their dedication and how committed they are and how they've learned and memorized all these things. Those are the ones that have salvation. So I love that beautiful point. Um, I would also add that it isn't a belief as we've been sharing without Jesus at the center, right? There's some people that will take Jesus out and say, yeah, Jesus died for us. But if you don't give a hundred percent and all this, you know, then the, the focus really becomes on you accomplishing and doing or not doing. And instead of Jesus that, that and, 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 and that's what, maybe it's, it's, it's so hard because we're living in a, in a location, in a, in a world where there's nothing nothing that is truly free, right we talk about and we joke free ninety nine nothing truly is free. something's always going to require you know this okay, read the fine print, and usually many times in the church, I feel like we do we we major on the fine print, right, rather than which we make up our own fine print, hey, hey, you know you can lose out of this uh if you're not you know I, I mean we, yeah, we say like, okay, Jesus, Jesus does save you, uh, but just know, you need to do this, this is that because. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of go, you know, this is kind of like, you know, the big things he just says, but underneath we we write our own fine print and say, okay, no, but you have to do this, this, and that. Um, and so, again, like you said, it's not, it isn't a means by which we go to heaven by our own merit, by our own accomplishments, by our own doing or undoings. And so, I, I, I know that can kind of bring some questions, right? So, so, so my question, Edgar, would be like, you know, so... <laughs> so if don't if, get me if, in trouble don't set me up to get in trouble yeah you're right, right you're right yeah no, 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 no but no, if you can't gain it no it, it's a good right because this conversation leads to this right so if you can't gain it yourself can you lose it
1: yeah yeah that's a good question mm-hmm. Add, you know what i'm saying yeah question. yeah because yeah, yeah.
0: we're saying you can't gain it right it's a gift um and as we're using that you know illustration passport the gift can you lose it Yeah, you know you've been a pastor longer than I, so I'm gonna leave you for that, man. I I I remember having a conversation with
1: um, a dear a dear uh, church member. There's good people in in a lot of churches, um, but that doesn't always mean that good people always make the right choices or say the right things. Ooh, and he was telling me, um, he was telling me about someone that he was concerned about, and he said, "I don't want him to lose his salvation," Uh, and that's that is saying that our salvation is conditioned by what we do either by ignorance or by actual choice mm-hmm. so okay. so I, the way that i would present it is we in the purest sense of the salvation being a gift people do not lose salvation they reject salvation oh okay and and, and i say this because when we have this idea that we lose salvation and this has happened in our denomination um albeit fringe or or may not even be fringe maybe more in the middle whatever the case is like people have thought that eating a donut i've had someone to tell me if i eat a coffee i may lose my salvation like he had this
0: guilt this deep uh yeah fear shame right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: so i share this to say in its truest sense you reject salvation you don't lose it and this helps me understand the judgment and the judgment and the consequences of sin at the end of human time of uh, the sinful human timeline uh, because if god is going to let's say some, let's say drinking coffee is true is 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 the cutoff point for god okay let's just be hypothetical and say if you drink coffee you're not going to heaven how how ugly of a god would we serve if he will eliminate someone's existence because they drink a caffeinated drink. Like that is that is not a loving god. Now, this gets really touchy with people because wait, where do you draw the line? You know, um if you subscribe to uh uh worshiping on Sunday, you know, this is the thing. Salvation is totally dependent on God who is the judger don't don't be thinking that you know who will be saved because then you put yourself in the place of god and that is yeah yeah. a big no-no and that's yeah
0: god speaks about that a lot right jesus does even you know in the sermon on the mount he talks in romans uh five six and seven uh matthew five six and seven and he's like yo just don't judge you know because first of all you don't you know you think you're you're looking clearly but you have a whole plank a whole piece a, a two by four coming out of your ear of your eye and you're trying to help your brother that has like a little speck in their eye right like a little and he's like look you can't see the things that i see you can't you know you don't know the the things of the heart you know like like he says with when david is being chosen keen you know hey look man looks at the outside but god looks at the heart so I, I think that's a good way that you put it another way that i've that i've seen it and i was trying to look it up here on some notes i hadn't had um Uh, from some conversations i had had earlier uh in, in in our sabbath school class at the church and it was just kind of the idea of like marriage right when when you get married to someone and you're journeying with them you don't you know divorce that person the moment something happens right so you say you know let's just say i wake up the dishes weren't washed and chantal gets mad at me you were supposed to wash the dishes yesterday and it's like we're done Right. And in the movies, you might have that, you know, there might be some relationships that are as fickle or 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 as, you know, I don't want to say shallow, but there are along those lines. Right. And she's like, we're done. And uh, then we go to the courthouse and we're like, we're done. We're getting a divorce. Right. And then I come back and, okay, no, I'm sorry. All right. Let's get married again. Uh, And then the next day, you know, now Chantal does something or doesn't do something. Right. And, And she didn't take the dogs out. So someone peed here in the house. I go, you know, you know what? We're done. You know, and and in and out, you know, and so this idea, and I think it's sometimes how we see our faith, right? You know, it's just like, I, I, am I gonna lose it today? And, and and in reality, if you look at it, and we've talked about this too, right? A relationship is a choice. There are days you wake up, you're upset, you're not feeling it, you don't you don't want to love the other person, but what do you do? You choose to love the other person, and we don't get that from oh, we're just exceptional human beings. We get that because that's the love of God, you know. You look at all the Old Testament. I'm sure there were moments where God was like. Yo, these people are getting on my nerves, but I love them, and I choose to love them. And so we have to begin to see, I think, our, our 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 this salvation more along those lines. And I love that you said that, right? It's not that you lose it, but that you reject it, right? And so at some point in a, in our relationships, and you may find this right when we talk about uh, marriages falling away and, and and breaking apart and divorce and and all this, there is some level of whether you want to say, you know infidelity or adultery some breaking of of what we would call the covenant of marriage right this promise hey i promise i'm going to be with you and you promise i'm going to be with you but i don't begin to doubt the promise that santal loves me when she doesn't wash the dishes or things like this, right? I may begin to doubt it when I find out that she went out and did something with someone else or that she's been, you know, lying and and doing, living this whole second life. And then I start seeing by her actions and what she says, yo, okay, this covenant that she promised to me and and, and this that's kind of broken, right? So I think it's a good way to see it here where in our salvation, there's so many people that if you were to ask them at church, are you confident in your salvation? They would be like, (gasps) I don't know. I'm afraid, right? I'm afraid. Especially
1: at Seventh-day Adventists, uh, w- we are conditioned to not think that way because um, mm-hmm. yeah. because of our understanding of the law. And and this yeah. is where Romans, uh, I'm going through Romans for my own, um, you know, walk with the Lord. And um, in Romans 2, uh, Paul makes the argument that if you're judging others, that same judgment that you're putting on others will be on you and um you yourself do those things that the other person doesn't do like isn't doing right or whatever the case is and um it's creating this dynamic where uh people can get so caught up on what they're doing or not doing that it creates this 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 toxic uh situation and 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 if you are in a committed relationship whether that's Both in marriage or in dating or fiance or whatever situation you you find yourself in. And your relationship's um, dynamic or um, overall setting is dependent on a few things like you didn't take out the trash or you didn't um, put the milk back after you took it out of the fridge. Whatever the case is. If it's so, if it's so, like you said, not superficial, but if it's so, uh, what's the word I am looking for? Brittle. Mm, okay. Then, then there is a problem. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we the premise of trending up is walking with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's if a journey. It's a journey. You are journeying with God. And you do something that you shouldn't have done. Like, I believe smoking is wrong, okay? I I think it's an ethically not good for your body. And you are doing it, all right? And you smoke. Can someone who smokes be saved? Now, I believe they can. Does that mean that they continue smoking? No. That means that when you smoke, it's like you fall on the ground. And when you fall on the ground, what should you do? It's like I tell my kids, my, my youngest right now is learning how to walk with shoes specifically. When he falls, I'm like, get up, you know, and sometimes he cries and I and I do my best to be patient because I'm not a patient person. The idea is when you do something that you shouldn't have done, you get up, you say, I made a mistake, and you go
0: forward. Yeah. It's, and yeah. I
1: think that's important to, to understand.
0: It goes back to that relationship, right? Hey, Chantal, I'm sorry I didn't wash the dishes. And I understand how much that you love that, you know, to have the dishes washed, X, Y, Z, right? Um, I also think it's, it's, it's important. Um, I, I heard it years ago when I was having my come to Jesus moment in the sense of you know, it, it, for those that are afraid and, you know, and they're, they're struggling, like you're saying, right? Oh, man, I, I've accepted Jesus. I got baptized. You know, I, I've accepted his salvation. I've opened the gift, right? I'm God, use me. But I keep falling. I keep messing up, right? Um, I keep not washing the dishes, right? If we contextualize it again, I keep not taking the trash out. Um, the fact that you're struggling is a sign of life, is what I remember uh, David Asher, uh, just an amazing preacher, said. Um, and we've been taking some context f- concepts from from Arise as well. Um, but, you know, the fact that you're struggling is a sign of life, right? The, the fact that you're having this, this insert inside turmoil between I, I want to do right, I, I, but I don't do it. Paul talks about that in Romans. I, I want to do right, but I, I just can't do that. I'm not doing it because inside of me there's this desire for selfishness. For, for doing what I want, for, for getting things the way I want it. And it's fighting against my mind and, and my spiritual mind at uh, life that, that wants to do things differently in the way of God, in the way of the Bible, right? So the fact of the struggle in our life is a sign of life. And at the same time, he mentions that that those that are doing bad and don't want God, they don't really think about like, "Oh, my conscience, I'm thinking about, is this good or you're just kind of thinking about how how much more bad can I do, right? And so to me, like to for those that maybe are thinking like, man, have I gone too far? the fact that you're having that thought to me speaks to me that the spirit the Holy Spirit is still working in you, that that God still loves you and it still it's still working in you right? you you are still holding on to that salvation just like you are in that marriage. You know, even though yeah, you've fallen, you've messed up. I haven't washed the dishes. I haven't done this. I haven't done this, this, and that. You are still married, and you are still trending up, right? That's why I, this is one of the reasons we p- we pick this term, trending up, because we re- recognize that sometimes you know, if you if you if you're familiar with the stock market, I'm not too much, but you know, you know, things are going up sometimes. Things go down. One morning you're up there, your stocks, and what you've done is everything's great. And the next morning it's just lost all this money, but the beautiful thing in our spiritual journey is, with the help of God, and every day committing ourselves to Him, uh, we begin to trend up. Right? That doesn't mean you're always just on the up and up. It might mean that you might fall down a couple of times, as Edgar said, but you're trending up.
1: Yeah. I in another idea that the, I'm an imagery-driven person, so yeah, the way that I think about what you just mentioned is someone that's struggling to swim. Um, when someone is in the water and they're not able to swim. They are going to show signs of that, right? It's, it's, they'll be flapping up like, like thrashing, and you throw the life, you know, the, 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 the what do you call it? The life raft. The life raft, yeah. Mm-hmm. The buoys I, and the, the buoy yeah. to the person, and then they're able to, you know, get on it and, you know, be able to, uh, you know, breathe and, and not sink. But when someone is, when someone has died, has drowned, there's no sign of, of struggle. There's no sign of thrashing. They're just limp and dead. So the idea is, if you're struggling, um, you, you're in you're in a good position because uh, there is right and wrong, and you want to do the right thing. You want to love God the right way. But there's times that we get in front of ourselves, like we cause our own problems, and um, you know, regardless of the struggle, you're still loved. Regardless of what you're going through, um, you're loved by God, and 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 I say this because I I have a lot of um I know um some people that have left Christianity, specifically Adventism, and they have this overwhelming feel of insecurity and of self hatred to what they've done or haven't done, and they still feel really anxious about it. And, 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 and I'm saying this to, I, to, to bring the idea that you can make a mistake and still be loved by someone. And before God, despite all the mistakes that you've done now, in the future, whatever the case is, you're still loved. And that can That's give good. you peace That's good. I love in that. the way that you process Mm -hmm. your walk
0: and your experience bro you know what and we've i'm I'm gonna keep saying this we've talked about this hopefully we've talked about all this but i think it all depends on your view of god you know if you think god to be a vengeful a an exacting god a god that is like waiting for you to mess up and maybe you've been in a relationship with that right maybe your father your mother you had a grandparent that was like that right that it was like uh uh-oh oh ah i thought you were a good you know and we're just waiting to hear hey you failed again you messed up and then it's like but well, you didn't look at the good no i don't care because you gotta you know you got see in your grade you should have gotten an a well that was only so maybe it all depends and it comes down to our view of god right if we have a view of god that is you know kind of the adam and eve the view that was presented to adam and eve in genesis uh, three with the serpent is a god that was withholding good from them right you, you're telling me you can't eat from that tree? And in reality, they could eat from everything except that one, right? Everything was off, was, was, lim- it was not limited. Like every, It was just only one tree that was off limits. And so our view of God really dictates our view of salvation, our view of our church, a view of how we see others. And if we don't have a, a proper view of God, like you're presenting, right, a God that still loves you, even in the moments that you, you don't even feel that you love yourself, or even in the moments where you don't feel lovable it is, is a God that is willing to go to the uttermost and, and to, the, to, the, to the infinite most to make sure that you are understand that you're loved, and that you're living that life. But as you said, he doesn't violate, violate our rights in saying, hey, you know, I, I'm going to force you to be loved by me. No, no, no. I, he's like, I want to love you and I know that my love and my way of life is the best way for you. But I'm not going to force you to live that or even accept it. I'm going to let you choose because it's, you know, it it is for it to be true love. It has to be the the, the, the opportunity to say no. There has to be this freedom as we've talked about. So we have to really consider, okay, what is my view of God? How do I view God? Is it a God that I'm seeking to try to make, get approval of? Or am I living from a place of approval already because he is a God of love and he sees me as a child of, uh, as his child, right? So. I think it comes down to a lot of that our view of, of god
1: yeah, and I think that just highlights the idea that we, we carry a lot of baggage um, in our yeah, way dude. that we yes, process life yes yes and and I think about um I think about like my own experience growing up and my experience today as being a father, and there's a lot that you can really truly appreciate about god's character, and when I wake up um in the mornings and I spend time with the Lord with God i I get this renewed like sense of man like I try to really like be a good husband, a good father, a good pastor, and there's limitations and moments in my life that i I, I don't do enough, but yet God does way more than I do, and he loves me regardless of where I'm at and that's really important to understand. And yes, I, I, as as we transition to our next step, I wanted to just say that tomorrow I'm going to the maximum state prison of New York called Attica. And uh, only the worst of the worst criminals that have been deemed criminals go there. And um, I thought, I've been thinking about, you know, what do, I t- what do I tell this inmate? You know, he's been deemed, uh, uh you know, wrong and is now paying the time doing the time and and the question i asked my church that i was at the sabbath is a question that i ask you listener is this god still love Does god it's funny how we say still love no does god love the inmates the inmates at attica yes he does does that mean that he has a get out of free jail card no but that means that our love that the love that God has for us is not dependent on our actions but dependent on him as our father that's why God presents himself as father so as as we're discussing this uh why is it important to understand like our value and our identity in in Jesus
0: yeah man i think it's i think it's key and i think it's a this is where the bible presents kind of an answer to to our society right and and you know and many times what you do what you're looking for when you go to your professions right I, you know we we kind of even talking about work we identify with it you know by what i do we don't ask people how are you we talk about what do you do for a living right because yeah our value our identity comes by what we can perform what we can do um and 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 Many times we struggle with an identity crisis because we don't know, you know, let's just say I'm a pastor in a couple of months or let's just say I'm, that's another thing I could do, uh, a physical therapist. Let's say I'm a physical therapist and then I get in a car accident. And I lose both my hands. OK, well, what am I? Am I still a physical therapist? I can't. I mean, I could still do stuff. Right. Um, but I'm kind of limited because there's a there's a lot of hands on uh, work on that. Right. So then I can have an identity crisis because I'm like, hey, my whole life I thought I was going to be a physical therapist. And now that I'm hindered or limited, who am I? And, and I think that this in this be understanding the salvation and understanding that what the Bible presents, it says, look, before you even do and perform, you are already considered worthy, you know, and, and, and in God's value system, it is not what you do, but who you are that brings worthy and worth to you and, and value. And that's beautiful, man. I, just, I think that just takes away from the desire and the need to prove yourself to this world. Obviously now like I was saying, you're living from a place of approval already rather than going to a place of approval, right? You're already operating as if you are a son rather than trying to earn your sonship or your daughtership, right? And I think that's 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 key and fundamental what we're talking about here and it goes back to your view of God. If you think God to be someone that requires you to prove yourself, then you're going to think and you're going to be acting out of fear. But if you know that God is a good good father, Then now you're living out of the reality that you are a son, you are a daughter, that you are saved. And 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 rather than looking, okay, what what can I do to be unsaved? Because I'm afraid that if I do that, I will be unsaved, you're just confidently walking. I mean, Edgar, have you thought, have you have you ever had the thought of with your kids, what could I do to be potentially to potentially be not their father, right? What what action could I do to be like, huh? I'm no longer their father. I mean, I never had that conversation or that thought with my parents. You know, what would I do to know to, to that would cause That's my good. parents to say, yeah. you're not my son, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. really, you never have that conversation because especially if you live in, a, if you have a healthy relationship, because you know that there's nothing you can do that will negate you from being a son. You just are yeah. a son. And now you're just living life. You don't even have that conversation. Am I a son today? Mom, do you still love me? You no, know, you, you know, right? The same thing with, your, with you as your kids, you know, you know, is there anything that I could do? Oh, what if I mess up? What if I scream too hard? Then he's going to look at me and that, he's going to know that, hey, I'm still his dad. I'm still his father. He's still my son, right? So if we're able to see that in, the, in that view of God and understand that, I think it would change the way we really even talk about this conversation.
1: The way that I, I think about my religious experience and has changed over the years for the better um, I used to think that in the mornings for my devotionals, I am looking for God and spending time with Him. But what if we were to look at our devotional times, our times of faithfulness, or wanting to talk with Him in prayer and study in church? What if we were to look at it as God wanting to be with us, mm-hmm. first and foremost? Like, yeah, I'm not looking for God. God is looking for me, and mm-hmm. I respond to that love.
0: Yeah, that's and it. And I think that's, that's, really,
1: that's really important. To comprehend, I I also believe that salvation is important to understand for worship, because the the, the word worship is supposed to communicate worthiness. Yeah, so yeah. What? So we got to ask yourself. We all put our worth in something, and some people choose their careers, their spouses, their fitness goals, their the money, their money. You know, and that is it, yeah. what they worship. <laughs> or <lack of. laughs> so, w- when we worship God, I worship Him because He's so loving. And I give my ultimate worth to him because he is my savior. And, and, and we need to make sure that we communicate this with the, without the idea that God is some kind of abuser that's trying to hook us on to, to make us you know spend time with him. No, this is a, a, a love relationship, an a agape relationship where he is loving us and wants to be with us. And that is at the center of our experience in worship in the way that Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. talk to god
0: yeah no that's beautiful man and 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 and, and you were talking about this earlier i wanted to say this too but just i think it's beautiful when 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 jesus talks with nicodemus right the leader and trying to break down what this new way of living this new kingdom right what jesus was all about this salvation idea he considers it a new birth right he says look your old self right that you know you you're a grown man bro he tells nicodemus And uh, you got to be born again. This is why Nicodemus says that in joking, right? What do you mean? I mean, mean, you want me to go back into my mom's belly? Like, how can I do that? And he's like, no, 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 no. You got to be born again. But the idea is there, right? You are literally born again. This is what we talk about baptism, right? You're baptized and and you're born again. You accept Jesus. It's like a new life. But it's interesting that Jesus compared it to being born again and not like, uh, you know, you're transferring. There's a career change, like as you're older. No, because it's like, hey you're literally a baby again because you, this whole way of living that you lived before of what I was saying, right? Selfish and for yourself and not loving others. Now you have to unlearn that and you're really learning kind of to walk again. What is the proper way of walking, right? I think about in in physical therapy, Chantal will come back a couple of times in the week and just tell me a little bit about some of the, the cases that she's bringing on and working, right? And and you can think of those that maybe never learned how to properly walk, right? They're not walking with a proper gait pattern and it's affected, you know, their their hips, which is fed the back and the knees and they have pains. But then when you work on having a, a proper way of walking, it really changes the game. And they are better, you know, they they have less pain, but you are literally having to learn how to walk again, right? And that takes time, but that's kind of the idea of salvation here, right? You open up this gift and it's a new way of living, a new way of seeing yourself that we're talking about here, right? A new perspective of yourself that you have value and identity. It's a new way of looking at God. It's a new way of looking at others around you. And and I think to me, and th- this, comp- I think really connects with Sabbath that we'll talk about soon, right? The gift of the Sabbath, which is a it's a day, and I don't want to give away the ju- the juiciness of it, a day where you can just stop and you don't have to prove your worth to your work, to your spouse. You don't have to prove, you just you just stop and rest in the uh, you know assurance that you are enough that you are loved and that the work that needed to be done has already been done for you right that's the beauty of this salvation and 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 i think it just it should give us instead of fear am i saved that coffee that i drank this morning oh no it's like no bro no girl like you are loved by god right and he has this gift for you all you got to do is say i want that i want that right and so yeah, what, what do you think, Egger? How does this speak to maybe the the currents or the needs of our society today? Like, how 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 would this maybe how we're presenting it speak to those that are maybe aimlessly working to prove themselves in life and society?
1: So, it, without getting too cheesy, um, in <laughs> in our time in life, um, mm-hmm. social media has a big impact in people's mental health and people's just world and something that i realized was uh that there's 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 influencers there's people who are who make money um off of social media because they have something that attracts people to follow their lives and typically that person's good looking or they're talented or whatever the case is and that is why people then are attracted to them but in the in, before the eyes of the creator god god doesn't love you because you are uh, the best looking person god doesn't love you because you are very athletic god doesn't love you because you are an influencer god loves you because of who you are in in the flesh and this is not supposed to make a narcissistic person but this is supposed to make someone understand that their value doesn't come from what they've done but comes from God loving them. Like, think about this. If the most powerful person on this planet were to give attention to someone, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you think that that someone that they're giving attention to is special? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, think about the God of this universe. The God that exists outside of time, outside of material space. Mm -hmm. He wants to be with us. That, and it's not dependent on what we've done. It's dependent on who we are. Mm -hmm. And and, and first and foremost, that's really impressive.
0: Yeah, man. And, and it takes the emphasis outside of yourself, right? Which we always say, you know, how? you know. But it, the more you, you get closer to the true revelation of Jesus through the Bible, you begin to be like, man, it's easy. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so easy. And I think C.S. Lewis says, I don't know, I'm not sure who, maybe C.S. Lewis, but he it's it's easier to get saved than to be lost because God makes it so easy. And, and, and we complicate things because we want to obviously, you know, have boundaries and, and set here. And who's, we want to make this like inside or outside idea. Okay, you got it. I don't got it. And, and, and the reality is that Jesus is like, yo, worry about yourself. Paul talks about this, you know, and we misquote, we misuse it. He's like, hey, work out your salvation with trembling and fear. Um, and, and I think he talks about that in, in, in Philippians. And and people kind of say that hey, see, sí. tienes que ver, cuidadito. You gotta be careful with trembling and fear. Um, but then he goes on to say, because it is God who works in you to both will and to do for His good pleasure, right? So he's just saying, hey yo yo, just just relax, man. Don't 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 try to you know focus on yourself. But you gotta realize that the one that's working in you is God, and He's gonna give you the desire to do good and the ability to do it. And at the end of the day, man, it's just, you you kind of feel like a kid again, right? Being born again, man, what, what can I do? My parents are giving me the money to buy the gift for my friend. They're wrapping it. All I'm doing is like, here you go, bro. Oh, thanks, man. You know, and all, you know, and the same thing, when we receive the gift of God, all we're doing is just open up your hands. You got to open up your hands, receive that gift and it's yours. Right. So it's a beautiful lesson here. Um, Edgar, any, any last thoughts here on salvation? You know, um. I I hope that each
1: one of us has this assurance before Mm. God that he loves us. And typically, if you love someone, you're going to save them from whatever bad they're going through, anything bad they're going through. Like, if I know, Sebastian, that my wife is is going to uh, hurt herself, I'm going to try everything that I can Mm -hmm. to stop it. Mm -hmm. So when Mm -hmm. you understand that God loves you, and he saves you you don't think he's gonna you, you don't think he's gonna have that like as a base like in the back of his mind you know so we need to trust that god is a good god that god is someone you can trust that god is someone that he is faithful to you that he is down to earth that he he loves you without any without any intent of getting something in return
0: yeah yeah that's good that's powerful that's powerful bro that is powerful that's beautiful man and and we just encourage you you know to just do do your own soul searching and asking okay what is my idea of salvation right do i do i have salvation am i saved have i thought about that right what is my view of god in, in terms of every day right when i mess up am i do i feel like i'm always i'm a step closer to being out or am i just in a journey that i'm trying to trend up as we're talking about and knowing that that God is with us, he's patient with us, he loves us. He who did not spare his own life, right? Paul talks about in Romans, but willingly gave up Jesus, gave up his son, right? How much more will he not give us all things? So we have a God that is for us even at the expense of his own life. And if that doesn't speak something man, I don't know what does, right? That's the best that's the best movie right there so hopefully this conversation was valuable We're, we'll continue on our foundation series for the next couple of episodes but we cre- we appreciate you tuning in as we've talked about salvation what it is what it isn't and why it's important for us today and so our duty uh, i mean our, our 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 homework for you guys is just to think on that right take some time to think on your salvation think about how you would share it with someone else think about what is your view of god and just take the time to be like man because as you've seen right as this as the the podcast episode has gone on we just got more excited just thinking about this right we're like man this is just this is cool man this is so good to be true and so we hope that that's your experience in your journey as you trend up hope to hear you guys and see for see you guys next time enjoy it and uh, we'll talk and hear you guys soon peace